Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hello and welcome to Royal Town Talking, podcast for what's on in Sutton Coalfield. Today we'll be talking to Liam Dillon, chef owner of the Boat Inn Litchfield. We will be discussing the impact of the last 12 months on his business, what he's managed to achieve during that time what he's currently doing and the plans for 2021 and beyond. Liam, thank you for joining us today. Hello, hello. That's all right. Before we get on to talking about the boat, could you tell us a little bit about yourself for our listeners who don't know you? Yes, absolutely. Um, grew up in Litchfield um, and I travelled or did went to study um, uh, cooking at the College of Food in Birmingham um, and then from there went out to London, uh, baptism, was baptism of fire some might say uh, in London. Uh, Travelled a little bit to Australia, uh, came back to work in Shropshire. Uh, long story short I'm back in my hometown um, cooking um, in Litchfield so um, that's what people need to know really, that's what it's all about. Sounds like you've had some uh, good travel experience there. Yeah. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been interesting. I've been been very lucky in, uh, being able to see lots of different styles of cooking, lots of different kitchens, lots of different um, cuisines, um, different ways of working with different ingredients, which has uh, really really helped me with uh, where I feel um, my food can be and where it sits. Really. So, how have the last twelve months been for you? It must have been pretty stressful, I guess, and quite an uncertain time. Yeah, it's been. Um, it's been interesting. Everybody has had to take a step back, uh, take a big deep breath and understand um, how they can benefit their business. And we're talking, you know, people in business, this is. Um, but, you know, if you don't have your own business, it's been tough as well. It's been the regime and routine has been, um, you know, snatched away from you. People are feeling lost, people feeling not knowing really what they can do. And it's difficult to, to find rhythm um to keep yourself occupied um but for me um you know i tried to have a breather i tried to kind of relax and, and i remember it like it was yesterday really all huddled around um, when we usually have um our briefing before dinner service uh, five o'clock all huddled around the uh the tv screen and uh waiting to see what bojo had to say and, and that was it close get out and you know so I just turned to guys and said, mate, like Christmas, uh, get it cleaned up and uh, let's get out of here. Um, yeah, I went home and after, you know, a week, I think, I just got itchy feet and I had to do something. I had to, had to get back doing something. And then you started offering takeaways on a Friday, right? Um, initially in the first lockdown, um, I didn't do anything, actually, as far okay. as the food offering was concerned. We took a bit of a breather in the first lockdown. I said, right, well, you know, the staff are looked after. They're, they're being furloughed, which is, you know, for and quite a generous sum of money from the government, which is fantastic. Um, great support there. Thinking, actually, this is a great time to um, 
focus on the, the building um, on, in a time where we wouldn't usually get this opportunity. So we tried to turn it into a positive almost. We were halfway through doing the renovating the toilets. Um, so for a week before we closed, um, the ladies had to use the accessible toilets because that was being ripped out. Um, so we managed to do these changes when uh, nobody was coming in. So the toilets were redone. I started in the garden, started doing some gardening just to keep busy, really. It was kind of let's build a wall at the bottom of the garden and prepare for if we do have a summer. Yeah, in, in August, I was building up to August to start cooking in people's houses for them. So, you know, the team would split up, we'll make a menu, we'll go out to people's houses. Um, so that was the first time, really, when I started concentrating back on the food. Um, so I've been going on, I've been going on quite a bit here, haven't I? But, no, it's really um, interesting. It's, it's <laughs> nice to see that you really, I think, what could be quite a, a difficult and negative time, you turned into making something positive from it and you had those people around you. It's nice to hear that, it, you know, you've got your mum and your dad helping out and your other yeah. chefs getting involved. I think that's really great. Yeah, mum and dad had no, had no choice for that, so I had to keep them, <laughs> to keep them sane and, um, yeah, keep them fit and healthy. But, yeah, so it got around to August. From March, we, we worked in the garden and, and the land and inside the toilets and the pillars. And like I said before, I said, right, Dad, we need to get this place cleaned up. I need to start. Um, <laughs> actually, one day I was out in the garden. I came inside. My dad's got a lump hammer and he's whacking the pillars in, inside, the, inside the restaurant. Um, I said, what are you doing? He said, oh, we'll just see what's behind here, mightn't we? I said, like, okay, then fine. Next thing you know, they're coming out. And got my uncle who's a structural engineer. He's, he's you know, come, comes over to make sure we're not doing anything, anything wrong. Um, yeah, <laughs> make sure, sure the roof not. doesn't come in yeah exactly yeah um so yeah like i say we cleaned up um and then all was rolled around we started cooking in people's houses um and that went down really well and it was really nice to um to see regulars because for the last three years i've been a, a busy beam my head down behind the pass just getting on with it trying to build the place and i haven't really been able to spend time speaking to people that you know helps you get by you know they put money in the pocket in the business pocket so um it's actually really nice when you go to someone's house oh yeah we come all the time I was like do you and you know so it's nice then have the chat and, and and I've met so many of our regulars now and it's um and that's a real positive as well because I do care about who, who comes in and it's nice that they see that that you you know they, they have time to we had a chat so we must have gone to when we were allowed to this is um must have gone to about 30 homes um cooking for them um uh, yeah in August that was um yeah then after that um we just bumbled along and, and I see lots of uh, innovative chefs um doing the kind of these um meal boxes and, and and sending them out to people's houses and great idea um something I was thinking about when we first locked down actually um what how can we how can we push to to keep our guests entertained but it was just the, it was just the fact that the the business needed more work and um, at that time than than I needed to just try and push the business. So when we kept going on and going on and we couldn't open and then we did open, which was fantastic. Um, and it was it was a real great buzz and the, the place was humming. It was oh, it was fantastic. Um, and I think it was a euphoria of, of people not being able to go out because those two months when you could come out. Um, although we had a, a curfew to abide by. Um, it was brilliant. It, it was amazing. It's nice to have it back. Um, and then, so I was hanging on when we went into lockdown again, thinking, right, you know, 
I've got to do something. So we we did a, a chicken shop, we did a fried chicken shop, so let's do something a little bit different, a little bit um, interesting. Again, try not to, you know, try to be very individual about it. Um, yeah, Liam's fried chicken. Um, it was fun. It was interesting. Again, a lot of following from our regulars, which is fantastic. And I thank them for, for sticking by me and trying that out. Um, there's me trying to all by quality. And so it wasn't cheap, cheap. It was, you know, just more a premium uh, fried chicken offering, if you will. Um, it was great. But myself and a couple of guys in the kitchen were getting a bit frustrated where you spend all this time preparing these, whatever it is, chicken or the, the process of the chicken or whatever you're doing. Um, and then say it's two days prep work and then you're just throwing it out in two hours and it didn't really feel like us. Um, we all stank like chip fryers at the end of the night and there was chips on the floor. There was stuff everywhere. And it's like, this isn't us. This isn't, you know, so we did it for the month of November and, and, uh, and then left that well alone and started working on other things towards Christmas. Again, naive, uh, you know, being naive, thinking, okay, we'll be able to, we'll be able to open, whether it's a tier system, a curfew, uh, I thought we'd be okay. Um, sadly, we weren't. So now the um, the latest um, developments in what we're doing is um, the heat at home boxes. So, yeah, three courses. Um, try to offer value for money. Um, I mean, it's, it is what it is. You're spending a lot of money on packaging and things like that, but we're trying to uh, save on, on these elements to give the guests a really a really great valued meal. Um, yeah, it's about 30 31, 32 pounds for three courses. And we also offer a vegan menu as well, which is um, uptake on that has been fantastic. Um, really, really good. Sorry, I've been blabbering on again. Please don't be sorry. It's, like, it's fine. It's, You're passionate. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's lovely. It's to not going to get a chance to talk to anybody. Like <laughs> it's stuck in lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Just having a little counselling session. But yeah. Who's come up with all of the ideas, like the, the fried chicken, the heat at home? Is it all you? Has it got input from others? No, it's definitely not all me. I think um, I've got um, two of my chefs that have stuck uh, next to me like glue, really. Uh, it's Bruce and, and Jake. Uh, they've been fantastic. Um, they're full of enthusiasm and ideas. Um, so there's I'm there curbing their ideas, not in a, a kind of uh, a nasty way or this won't work, this won't work, and neg- negative Um but it's kind of how we can see it across the line. It's not just, yes, we can do that, but how are we going to get the guests to engage in that? How are we going to be able to build that and, and still keep quality or the same? So we, we, we bash, I'm very lucky to have the, the chance to throw ideas around. But um, the chicken came from um, a spice mix that I used to do on a little snack in the restaurant. It went down really well. I used to get people coming in and say, can I just get a bowl of that chicken and some chips? And I was like, yeah, fine. I'll sit in the garden in the summer, a few pints. It's, Perfect. I was quite jealous, to be fair. Um, <laughs> You're sweating but, uh, in the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it went from that. It's a good idea. It was different. It was cool. It was, I mean, yeah, it's just, again, so we did, we set up an Instagram page for it, like probably too late, really. Um, it was all a bit half-hearted. It was like, we've got to do something. Like, let's do fried chicken. And this is really cool. It's tasty. It's different. Um, and, yeah, it was set up an Instagram page. I think within like the first two weeks like 600 followers and I was like that's just that's awesome that's that's such a great following um so that kind of stemmed from that and then the ideas bounced between the boys being like how can we how can we pull off what do we need all this sort of stuff and then again I think it was the guys in the kitchen that you know said you know we could do 
a box meal, we could push this out. And I was always like, mm, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to put the food in the box. I don't want to, um, you know, I don't really want to do that. You can spend more time looking after the ingredients you're putting in there, the products you produce, you can, uh, it's more us. It's more what we, what we do. It's definitely not the same as what we do in the restaurant, but the closest thing I feel that we can do at the moment. Um, and again, the support's been great and it's And that has saved us. Uh, that's, you know, you, you cut all the crap that, doing this now has, has saved me There's such uncertainty and yeah you've definitely got that added pressure and responsibility of your little family there right yeah absolutely yeah yeah I'm the boring older brother it sounds it seems like sometimes <laughs> that just uh, doesn't want to have any fun um but yeah they is a tight team um and it shows you a lot as well in these times of uncertainty of, of who will uh, come up with ideas and and want to try and figure out how, you know, kind of empathise with me in, in the situation I'm in. Although they have their own issues to deal with, I totally understand that. But it's, um, you, you know, you know, I think you know what I'm trying to get across. That yeah, I do. You know, that, like there's a there's a amount of money that needs to be paid per week. Um, if you sat at home, why don't you just throw a text at me? Be like, you tried this. Have you tried that? Why don't we you do that? Why don't we do this? I'm on furlough for five days, but I've got two days that I don't work. So maybe I'll just use those two days. And, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's how you look at the situation as well, I think. And it puts you in the best there when it is your turn to have your own business and your responsibilities. I think, yeah, for sure. The, the situation and difficulties we've faced over the last year, I guess, now, has really it's really spurred a lot of innovation and creativity for a lot of people. Of course, a lot of negatives have come from it, but... I think for those who are able to have that drive, um, we'll hopefully see some really good things coming in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's um, it's people making the best of bad situation as well. If they're yes. not, um, you know, I've got these the, uh, the the heat at home boxes that we're doing. Um, mm-hmm. Shall I plug? Shall I plug it now? Anyway, so yeah, that's please do. Friday, and tell Saturday. me about the videos. Go on, start again. <laughs> Sorry, tell me about the heat at home boxes. Yeah, so I'll plug it while I can. So yeah, the the heat at home. Uh, available every Friday and Saturday for collection only at the moment just because I wanted to see how we got on with that and it's going really well so I think by the by February middle February we'll be, we'll be nationwide with that um, as I've been told that we're not going to open there's rumours now I'm not going to open until July so I've got to carry on doing what we're doing so yes um, available nationwide soon we do a Sunday lunch box as well so it's fillet of beef usually um, it's 15 pounds a head for the whole roast uh, that's per person and that's a collection as well, because um, it'd be too difficult to get that out in one day for Sunday roast. But we have people that take these boxes and they Zoom with each other and they, um, you know, they, they, they cook on Zoom with their friends. and They have they have a few drinks and they're laughing at each other, getting it wrong. Or oh, I've plated it like this and you've plated it like that. And it, I, I thought, how's that, how's that going to work? How's, and then I, I saw a, a clip of one. It was brilliant. It was it was. It was really nice that people were were doing that, you know. Food really brings people together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even even in a pandemic, people are, are zooming, zoom cook along, and it's, it's it's really nice to see. And you've got some videos to go alongside the uh, heat at home boxes too, right? <laughs> yeah, typical me trying to do things that are, are, are different that I haven't seen uh, been going up going on. So um, I thought it would be a good idea 
um, to <laughs> to demonstrate reheating our boxes with um, someone that was, can I say, a, a novice, um, a home cook, um, just to show how easy it is to reheat. And it is literally like an outtakes because we're just like laughing. I don't really know what's going on. And the other person just doing what they want. And I'm kind of sniggering. It's not how I do it. And, um, you know, yes, me mumbling away uh, under my mask and stuff. So, yeah, it's um, it's a bit of fun. The edited um, edited video is, is much better. Um, all on the YouTube channel, which is uh, it's good. So, yeah, that goes up the week before you receive your box. So you can watch it first. And I mean, there's instructions in the box as well, but it's... Uh, it's just a little bit of fun, something a little bit different. Uh, and something I started at Start Lockdown as well, I started YouTubing um, all the works that myself, my dad and anyone else helping out was doing on the land, um, just to keep people involved and interested in what we were doing if they couldn't come out, you know. So um, I wasn't rubbing it in their face or anything, but I mean, it's just um, so the guests can see what's going on. Uh, we've got a few guests coming in, doing handbrake turns in the car park and having a little look, um, which is nice. But... Yeah, so I'm trying to do something with the YouTube channel, which is um, under wraps a little bit. Um, so I need enough subscribers to do what I want to do. So I started doing that while we were concentrating on doing the land. And then the video should help boost it as well. And then, yeah, I've got some more things planned um, to use that in, a, in a, uh, an interesting way when we hopefully finally do uh, get reopened again. How do we find you on YouTube? Couldn't tell you. You'll have to ask Nigel Gamble. That. <laughs> All right, I tried. <laughs> no, no idea. No, the best way of um, the best way is uh, as soon as you load our website, you type in uh, www.theboatinlitchfield.com. You tap that in, um, and the first thing that pops up is a direct link to that week's video. Um, and then once you're on that video, you'll be able to see our channel name. And if you've subscribed, that'll be a massive help. Um, I don't think you get too many updates or trashed emails or anything like that. So you should be okay. So I know it's a bit of an uncertainty of when at the moment, but when you do get to reopen, what's planned? Can you tell us anything? Um, I'm going to get really, really drunk. Um, Seems probably, fair. Yeah. I'm going to make sure everyone that's in the restaurant's getting drunk as well. Um, I, I just, yeah, I miss it. I miss it badly. Um, that's all I've been doing for the last God knows how long. So it's it's a huge, um, yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult. Um, you know, you've been running and running and running for, well, it was three years. It was just after, it was the month after three years um, we've been open for. Um, that's all I've done. I've lived, so I've, you know, I've breathed it. I've, I've been there, you know, through the night prepping burgers, gammon, egg and chips, what it was before, and, you know, ripping the place apart, pulling fridges out throwing them outside and it, it's been yeah it's been it's been a mad uh, transition uh, for the boat so yeah i miss it dearly um when i open then i continue the same we've, we've every time we do a um fixed closure for staff holidays we change something you know as another excuse to slowly move the business in the way i, I believe it should go um you know we we've got our i've been hassling um uh, AA to come and inspect us for a long since I opened actually since day one I signed the contract um, both Michelin and, and AA um, Michelin came three weeks after I signed the contract there was builders in working in the toilets just before service and when they first came and inspected me like, the place was a mess um, 
And so that was interesting. Um, but yeah, Hasselt AA, they eventually came to inspect and the and like the start of um, 2020. Um, goes two rosettes, which is great. The last time they came, we all closed, which was frustrating. Um, but they came back. So thankfully they came back. And then I asked again for another inspection because I believe we were um, all pushing and operating at a high level. Um, and they came back when we were open from in between the lockdowns and they awarded us our third rosette. So now we're the only uh, restaurant in Stafford to have three rosettes. Congratulations. Um, thank you very much. And yeah, more of the same. So after this lockdown, we'll come back um, and we would have refined again. The place is looking, will be looking stunning again. Um, so yeah, more change have been made. Um, slower this time. I've got no diggers and, and dumper trucks out of the back this time. But um, yeah, I think just focusing on, on, on what we really believe in. We have the polytunnel now. We have uh, my dad's constructing a chicken coop, which as soon as that's ready, will be self-sustainable on eggs. Um, and it's just all part of where I want to go with it. It's not to kind of turn the boat into a farm, but it's definitely to... Um, do what we can with the land we've got and the space we've got to, to uh, monitor things ourselves. Um, but yeah, integrating that into how we cook and how we work and, and really focusing on our ingredients and, and how we source them. And I think with Brexit, um, that's, that's bloody important now. Um, you know, so people say, how do you use local? And yeah, I use local, but that could be local for me. That could be Litchfield using asparagus from Litchfield or soft fruits and berries from the farms in Litchfield. But then again, my local could be Scotland getting hand-dyed scallops. It could be, you know, my, my crabs, which come from Dorset. Um, so people get confused with the word local. You know, they think it's only Dorset when sometimes it's getting the best quality ingredients you can in the UK. And that's, that's my local. You know? So, so yeah, just focusing on that, um, pushing the guys to, to be better, um, you know, to come up with um, a better way of working all the time, to reinvent ourselves all the time. Brilliant, thank you. Is there anything else that you want to, oh, this bit will be cut, I guess, but anything else right. you want to say that I've not kind of prompted you to talk about? No, I think I've rambled on long enough. Um, <laughs> no, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, it's, um, yeah, no, I think that's it. Really covered the boxes, covered <laughs> the works we did and, and where we're going. And it's nice, to, I forgot we're slipping in. I keep having to use that only restaurant in, in Staffordshire to have three rosettes which is I keep forgetting I need to keep pushing that more and more but yeah definitely good, you do you've honestly you've come such a long way it's lovely to hear and it's really I think it, it's really great to hear that you've spent the lockdown doing something and putting your efforts into it I think so many people really struggled to find that motivation so yeah it's pretty inspiring to hear that you've done all of that well done thank you very much i couldn't really stop really like i said but itchy feet and you had to do something so um I'm just gone with it yeah. yeah liam thank you ever so much for joining us it's been a pleasure talking to you um and great to hear about everything that's going on and the heat at home offer and all the other plans for the future it all sounds super exciting right. thank you very much lovely to talk to you you too and look forward to seeing you at the boat when you reopen me too me too cheers bye-bye thanks bye-bye to all our listeners, thank you for listening and please leave a review, good or bad. It's the only way we can find out if you're enjoying the content and for us to improve. So until next time, stay at home, protect the NHS, save lives. Take care. Bye-bye. This is a four-course production for What's On It's Uncovered.
terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. 